Cheek. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Chic NYC. I am Melissa Rich coming to you live from historic Times Square in Lower Manhattan on a gorgeous Friday evening, pitch black, just above the Servo's dinner service in, in full effect uh, beneath outdoors. It's, I think, a perfect temperature. I'm in a robe with a coat over it having a vodka soda on a fire escape. What more do you want? It's stunning. I'm feeling great. My friend David and I just saw Spencer at Regal Cinemas, so you know I was reclined. It was good, I think. I don't know, there's not, it's not a, a beginning, middle and end narrative. I'll say that. David said it perfectly, there's five climaxes. And to me, therefore, zero climaxes. But I was not thinking, oh, I'm watching Kristen Stewart, which I thought I would be thinking every second. So that was nice. It's brutal. It's a bit brutal. It's a psychological thriller, I would say, more so than than like you're watching The Crown. Which, it's tough to... It's almost like there's so much... um, so much coverage of this time that you you pick your favorites, of course. And The Crown, I think no one does it better. But it was fun. I had a good time. Oh, my friend Jacob's downstairs. Okay, Jacob recommended to me a facial from Mario Badescu in Midtown East. I'm generally a Sophie Pavitt girl and will remain loyal. I do think it is the best facial, but it's it's coming from, you know, Sophie's chic, completely, you know, big Instagram following. She's, you know, it's it's an entirely different experience. You have a millennial named, like, Meredith doing your facial and... She's saying things like, oh my God, no, you, you have really good skin. Like you have amazing skin versus I go to Luba on 55th at Mario Badescu and she's like, oh, your chin, your chin. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm aware. Thank you. That being said, one of the best extractions I have ever had. And what made me go there, we said Jacob does have great skin is $60. Yeah. Yeah. Sophie, I mean, I think you're starting at 150 with Sophie and then I'm adding on, you know, the jelly. I think I was at 100 total after some, two add-ons and product at Mario Badescu. So, team. Oh, my God. What am I doing tonight? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to head to Carolina's. I'm having what I think I predict will be a chill night. We'll see what happens after. Coming off of another chill weekend, purposely chill. I mean, I guess it turned out to be not quite so chill. I did, uh, and thank you to anyone who attended my Ashley Simpson 9-11 conspiracy show at Union Hall. At 5.30 on a Sunday. And some of you might be asking what 
would possess me to do a show at 5.30 on a Sunday. And to which I say, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Something possessed my body and said that is a good idea. I think that I have such a comfort level with Union Hall and almost a laziness to like, you know, well, it's fucking easy. I don't have to deal with a new venue and a sound guy and whatever. You know what I mean? It's just an easy way. I'm like, yeah, fucking, I'll take it, whatever. Uh, could I have planned better? Yes. For someone who likes to enjoy the weekend in a particular way, yes. I could have not done a show on the Sunday of daylight savings time. Yeah. A notorious party night for me. And I think most people. I did a good job, though. I really, I did not drink the night before I planned on both nights but it was you know a friend's birthday scenario and uh I did I kind of did everything wrong if I'm being completely honest the party I went to on Friday which was my friends Marsha Belsky and Jay Cornell's birthday you know at a loud bar in Bushwick I am fully yelling the entire night smoking weed and yelling and had a great time. Stayed out later than I intended, per usual. I'm also there. Well, I'll get into that. I'm there with a suitcase. This Saturday night, night before my show, probably should have just, you know, stayed home, slept, whatever. But I really slept a lot both nights. But my friend Raheel's band was playing at Babies All Right. Hadn't been to Babies, I think, since fully before the pandemic, if I'm remembering correctly. And Scrapan, Habibi, they're all, they're just hot. They're hot girls having a great time and they're talented. It's fun. It's, they're from Michigan, from Detroit. I love them. Love them. So, and who was opening for them? Michael Imperioli, Christopher from The Sopranos. What is going on with the fucking glitch in the system? That's insane. So I was like, obviously I can't miss that. He looked hot. The band is 90s dad grunge is what I would describe it as. Apparently he was very nervous backstage, was pacing, you know, freaking out, freaking out. My friend Raquel is so funny. Again, gorgeous. He goes, listen, I'm engaged, you're married, but I think you're hot. He says, thank you. That's very nice. Thank you. I'm sad. Oh, God, I love him. So I had a really good night. I should have gone home after that, but I, I wasn't drinking, did a little bit of shrooms and I had such a good little shrooms trip. It was so fun. It was a giggle fest and I hadn't had a giggly shrooms in a moment and it was very, you know, light shrooms. We're not, I was not going crazy, but we went to, I guess the spot where everyone is like waiting in line in Brooklyn right now is a spot called night moves. I don't know. I guess the guy from like LCD sound system knows that. Don't ask me. I'm not going back. It's the decor is super corny. The music was good. I will say that. It was like very fun, disco-y vibes, crowd, horrendous, obviously. But I have a kink for getting pulled through a crowd of people waiting to go in somewhere and entering before all of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that every time. And I'm not going anywhere where I don't know the doorman or someone in the group knows the doorman, whatever. So, you know, it was cute. It was cute. And... I left at two, responsibly. I get home, changes to one. Completely forgot. Completely forgot. I was like, I could have stayed out another hour. But probably for the best. It was probably God. 
you may have seen on my Instagram um, that I did. It looks like I am fully, um, you know, stalking in some ways Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon. My friend Nate, after I told him that I worked on the show, looks up Getty Images. There I am, Telfar, pulling focus. So we'll start at the top. I have a friend who works for Grant, uh, Grant Wilfley, whatever, casting. She offered. I said yes. It was a long day. It was an absolutely dreadfully long day. The first scene, I doubt I will be in because all I was doing was staring at them and listening. I was not acting. I was not attempting to act. People were attempting to act with me, and I essentially called them losers with my eyes and said to shut up. Let me listen. I want to hear what's going on. This, the trailer dropped today. I, I could not not be a part of this train wreck. It's what I can only assume will be a catastrophe and I'm going to watch every minute, obviously. Um, just the complete like this is why I feel that I will never like fully act even though like I love acting I think it's so much fun to to like weep and cry and like really get into you know I did a Nate and Brenda fight scene and actually that is I will that is a hill I will die on I love to act that being said the actual degrading act of acting is so brutal like the second scene we filmed at night a spring night, so we're all wearing very light jackets. It's fucking freezing. The girls are, you know, getting puffer coats in between. We're sprinting to, like, this heater to get our coats in between takes. It was just like, oh, my God. How humiliating. Paparazzi everywhere. It was quite an experience. And um, the trailer, yeah, looks not promising, of course. And... Um, we shall see. Everyone's making a bunch of money, so I guess that's what counts. That is what counts. So that's, I, I went directly from Midtown to the birthday party. And so, yeah, I had a long day. I had a long time. I'm actually very lucky that the show went as well as it did, considering. I mean, I was prepping. I was prepping a lot. I had many rehearsals, and I rehearsed on Saturday. But given the going out both nights before the show, I am very lucky that I had a voice and that it was so fun. And I don't know, maybe I'll do it again. It's, it feels, I wrote the show like, what, two and a half years ago now? It's like, it's like, you know, what I can only compare, I guess, is, you know, when you have a kid and you want another baby, you're like, Ugh, this one's boring. It's not, how I don't, I'm not saying the show's boring. I thought I'm bored with it, but I'm, you know, I think I'm ready for our next project. The big question right now, am I going on birthright or not? You may have heard about my recent conversion to Judaism in Fire Island. I was on acid. The rabbi allegedly not. Mm -hmm. It was a gorgeous experience, a stunning experience experience spiritually for everyone involved. We all wept and I've considered myself Jewish since and so does the rabbi. So that's really what counts. 
unfortunately, as I, and by the way, I am the absolute oldest that you can possibly be. I think most people are shocked that I can even go on birthright. Fair. I am the absolute maximum age that you can. And I'm not saying it's entirely entirely appropriate for me to be going on vacation with a bunch of Jewish teens. I'm not saying that that's like a good idea, but it's a free trip. And I think it will truly enhance my experience spiritually, becoming a Jew, you know, here's the thing, Greg, who is my contact at Birthright, brings up conversion papers. Obviously, I didn't even understand, like, I didn't know there was conversion papers. I've done everything a little bit backwards. And sure, like, I've considered myself Jewish. The rabbi considers me Jewish. That's what counts. I do need to do some learning, for sure. And I have, I'm reading a couple books now that the rabbi told me to read. I'm going to an event. I'm sure Rabbi Matt will expedite the process so I can go on this trip. There's no, you know, I'm not trying to fucking scam. I'm not trying to whatever. Like I am a Jew. I want to be a Jew. I want to go experience this. Friends have warned me. Obviously this is not like you're on a fucking free for all vacation. You're whatever. Like obviously there's a lot of um, pressure to join the Israeli army. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Am I susceptible to brainwashing? Sure. Um, but I think I can handle all that. And the one that I chose sounds really great. It is Israel vibe, which is, of course, hikes, uh, talks about marrying a Jew, but also Tel Aviv nightlife and beaches. So pros and cons. Yeah, there's there's some stuff to think about, but ultimately, it seems like it'd be a really good time. God, I would travel. Fuck. Okay, an evil thing that I was talking to David about today. Potentially evil, I will say. Allegedly fine. So I I've not stepped foot in a grocery store. I don't know how long. I honestly don't know. Like a regular, you know, sea town, any that couldn't tell you. Could not tell you the last time I went on a full trip. I, you know, HelloFresh I'll probably stop doing because I don't like carrying out the boxes and I oftentimes end up not making them. Otherwise I've literally just been like ordering a bunch of sushi and eating it over a few days. Now there's two companies that I know of, two apps, where you literally open the app, browse some groceries, add them to a cart, like Fresh Direct, but like shadier, and there's no delivery fee. You tip the driver, the delivery person, it arrives. It's supposed to be 15 minutes, many times eight, eight minutes. It has to be the most unethical thing in the world, it has changed my life drastically. I would assume it is the Amazon 
system of it's a warehouse, they're timing the people, how fast can you find them, how fast can you deliver them. There's probably like a reward system for how fast you are. I don't know if you like the Amazon warehouse thing is it's fucked. It's fucked. It's and obviously, like I'm not saying anything profound. It's you're like there's a countdown of like on the scanners of like you have a certain amount of time to find the items in the warehouse and blah 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 and you're like you know deducted from your score the longer it takes you and blah, blah. like it's it's horrible so if you know the evil ways of fridge no more and gorillas i guess yeah tell me about it tell me so i know and like maybe don't do it anymore but i really love it it's really crazy. It makes me feel nervous and anxious because it's so fast. I'm just tipping really well. I don't know. I feel like that's like everything, you know, nail salons, etc. where you're like, I hope you are getting treated well. I hope that this is okay. I will tip you 40 to 50%. Uh whatever I I'm obsessed with it <sighs> well I need to watch something new the only thing and I'll leave you with this I finished the uh Monica Lewinsky FX show last night I I say like what a ride but like was it I don't know I mean Beanie fantastic like great job I holding your own uh, with Clive Owens with Sarah Paulson, like, obviously a huge, huge feat, and she did an amazing job. Sarah Paulson, unrecognizable. Everyone was great. A passively horny, I will say, is what I felt in some of the scenes. This is... Okay, so I just kind of, like, went back a little bit as, like, this was a vague childhood memory for me, not so much, like, full, but, like, prominent. I think everyone is, like, yeah, like, I was aware of it, and, you know, we're, like, five or six or whatever. And the thing is, in these, like, Barbara Walters interviews or whatever, what I'm, like, just very sick of is when someone is like slut shamed and scandalized and whatever maybe less so now but like I think still now the go-to excuse is like I didn't love myself I didn't respect myself enough I had low self-esteem I didn't think I deserved like a full boyfriend so you know I was fucking married man or whatever fine maybe but also it was just hot and I wish that we could just accept that as an excuse no, it was hot. He was the president. He was the most powerful person in the country. And you were an intern. And that's unfortunately just hot. Sucks. But it's fucking hot. And you were both into it. So maybe that's enough. Maybe you don't have to call yourself a slut and say you have low self-esteem. Maybe you're like, I actually loved myself enough to indulge in a situation that I knew would maybe hurt me later, but at the time it was fucking awesome. That's bad advice. But it's just like, why, like, oh, we got to jump on the bandwagon of everyone hating us. Oh no, I hate me too. I hate me too. I have low self-esteem. And then everyone's cool with you. It's like, shut the fuck up. I hate everyone. Leave us sluts alone. 
It is hot. Sorry. Anything that you're not allowed to do is generally hot. I'm not going to blanket that with everything, but like generally workplace stuff. When I was working in sports, the tension in the locker room could be easily jerked off upon. Just the tension. It's hot. And I, I hope that's enough of an excuse for everyone. Love you, Monica. All right. Well, I guess I got to get going. I got to get on the fucking train. I hope you have a gorgeous night. A gorgeous weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. I love you. I love New York. Bye. And thank you to Emma Jane for the gorgeous, gorgeous intro. Mwah.